I'm not going to panic because I don't do that anymore. I'm James and I'm steering the ship solo today as Keen is off gallivanting. So good luck to all of us as I take over, not just the hosting duties, but the editing duties as well. So God knows what we're in store for. Uh, but one thing I can guarantee is a wonderful chat about the episode two of Drag Race Holland with Kiki Sinclair and Candy Warhol from the Friends of Dorothy podcast. So let's just jump right into it. So, Kiki and Candy, thank you so much for joining me today um, to chat through the second episode of Drag Race Holland. First question first, what are you making of this whole EU European drag race, Candy? Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having us and thank you for flying us to Amsterdam. We weren't expecting this to be in the budget. <laughs> uh, it was, it was, it was... We are in the workroom. Fred is right over yeah. here. Hey, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what am I ma- making of the, the European style of drag race? I mean... It's just, uh, to be honest, it's, it, it just feels like a machine at the moment. Like it is being mm-hmm. flung out and I can't really keep up. But I'm happy. I always think, you know, the way Drag Race will get criticism, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's just a cash machine and like RuPaul like, just wants the money. Fair. Yeah, it is. But also this moment and like this opportunity is incredible for the queens. And I think you have yeah. to think about it that way. This moment like is amazing for them, the people in Amsterdam. So I just look at it uh, that way and... Um, we actually went to, I actually went to Amsterdam last year with my drag house, Makia, and we, we performed with most of these queens. And to see them in yeah. person, I mean, girl, they were absolutely incredible. So I knew some people, some people said, oh, why Amsterdam instead of Germany or, or France? Yeah. It's because the girls there are incredible performers, but their aesthetic, importantly, is fantastic. So I knew it would yes. make for good for uh, good TV, and it is. Yeah, unbelievable. Like, I didn't know what to expect. I was like, okay, Amsterdam, exciting. But then the looks came out, and I was like, yeah, that explains the why they picked yeah. Amsterdam. Like, Yeah, I, I do think it seems like as if the looks are kind of the big part of it. Because even if when we get into this episode, it's like they do a challenge, but like... Did it really matter? Did it yeah. really matter? I'm not gonna lie. That's how I. That's how I felt so far. I will say I'm much more impressed with these queens than I am Canada's. Um, I didn't. Oh. I, I, I personally didn't warm to anybody on Canada's Drag Race, and I really wanted to. Um, yeah. And the fashion. There wasn't one moment on that runway where I. I gasped. I gay gasped. It didn't happen. Not. <laughs> not even, wow. Not even the Celine runway. No. I mean. And I thought that was a horrendous lip sync. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, tell okay. it how it is, sis. I'm just, that's the end of the call. I'm sorry. <laughs> Candy has left the room. <laughs> yeah. That is it. Friends of Dirty cancelled. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> oh, wait for, my, wait for my nose on this episode, sis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so we, we will get, we'll get into the episode now. So we, we arrive back into the workroom mm. and Rome has, has just been, has just been booted I off. Um, mm-hmm. And they're doing that whole like sisterhood kind I of thing. I know, that bullshit. Yeah, there is a little bit of it that feels kind of mechanic, isn't it, at that point? Like, you kind of have to be like, oh, she was such a fierce competition. It's like, well, actually, was she? Was she? Mm-hmm. Well, okay, here's the, th- here's the thing. And and I always feel bad for the first couple of girls out. And I always feel bad for Rue girls in general, unless you've made this incredible mark. Because f- you could be a queen that's been performing all over the world for 20 years. You get kicked out first and people will remember you as that queen that went home yeah. first. So this mm-hmm. girl, I mean, I've looked her up. She has a great look. She's a great aesthetic. She seems really lovely. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we all know how Drag Race works. It's they clean the, the mirror and they boohoo. Then it's like, whatever, they move on. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's staged. I mean, so, but what are they going to do? Fuck that bitch. And like make her feel bad. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I yeah. mean, I'd live if they did because it's all, it's what we're all thinking. It's a new day in the workroom and they're gathering around to talk about who they think their biggest competition is. Abby and Envy are being set up and Cedar Jean and, and Janie, who I think seem to be like the top four material. Oh. Like as you're looking at it, those four seem to be the ones that are like the only ones you need to pay too much attention to. Very much so. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, yeah. they wouldn't have sent Envy Peru into Drag Race if they hadn't had her already booked in for the final. Like oh. she is, <laughs> she, she is the the biggest booked queen to come, yeah. to come out of uh, Amsterdam. When we met her, I remember her. She came up to say hello, and my jaw dropped. Yeah, and I, I will she rarely, I will rarely do that for a queen. And she, she was just stunning. So I, yes. I knew when she was coming into this, she's they've marked her in for the finale. I mean, they wouldn't yeah. have done that. 
you know I have to say when, when they all like wandered into the workroom and they were standing around that table for whatever reason I just was struck by like the lineup for Canada's Drag Race really reminds me of do you remember the or the lineup of um, Holland's Drag Race should say really reminds mm-hmm. of, do you remember when Boyzone were on the Late Late Show oh my god stop mm-hmm. it and they were and <laughs> like, was, and the, with the sixth member that didn't make yes it. <laughs> and, yes and you have Emmy Prue there with the like full on Stephen Gately like curtains going on yes like, this is this is this is a sign that the nineties is back. Yeah, I, I thought that as well. She was very um, Ben Ben from A One. Yes. Oh. Oh my absolutely. god! What a reference. Such a ben. crush. Such a crush at a young age. But so we we we, we get told that our uh, our, our challenge is going to our mini, we get a mini challenge. Can is I say one thing before we get to the mini challenge? Something that I've really like yes. taken uh, on bridge with. Why when uh, uh, what's the host name? Fred. Fred. I was going to say Frank. That would be really funny. Frank. Uh, Fred. When Fred comes down the stairs, why is there only three steps on that stairs? Oh my God. Have you noticed? Three steps. <laughs> Was the budget the, like she's in heels. <laughs> just have him step right through the door. Have him just <laughs> walk in, bitch. Like, uh, I think the homage that people are taking with the UK one was there was no rail. And then with, and then with this one, there's three sketches out of 12. I mean, did all the budget go on that dress? I, I, that's the other thing we need to talk about. Okay, so, so as a prize, like, I, I don't know, is the dress, the dress looks pretty. Like, here's mm-hmm. the thing. The, yeah, the dress looks grand, right? I mean, it, it looks nice enough. The, the, lovely gown. Lovely gown, gorgeous, mm, a gorgeous, gorgeous gown. gown. <laughs> um, the thing is, you, we will all have seen that gown for 12 weeks. So by the time this bitch gets the gown, it's like, is that worth it? No. Yes. No, I, that's what I was wondering. I was like, you know, where, where are you going to wear it? Where like, this incredibly, it? this incredibly, like, are you going to go to the Met Gala? Are they inviting you to the Met Gala? <laughs> you can walk up I, the carpet and everything. Like, I've seen it before. I mean, I'm re- but tell me this, is this, uh, is this like a UK thing? Like, can they, is it because it's on public telly, no, they can't no, have a cash they, they, prize? They can have prizes, they just have no budget. I will, they just I, they all the budget on four stairs. I, on the four stairs. <laughs> I, I will say, if I if I was a new queen and they offered me the cover of Cosmopolitan, hello, I would take that. I would yeah. very Yeah, that's fab like. That, I just thought, yeah, there would have been at least maybe like a TV presenting gig or like like at least 25 euro 25 yeah. euro 25 quid 25 euro 25 quid I mean a gig is a gig I mean I, I just I just thought it was a bit bizarre yeah I mean the dress I just can't get, yeah I mean but then the UK yeah you feel like they could have filled it in with something else besides the dress something like. else in even like um, um, a year supply for that makeup um shop that that gave away about yeah. the first one uh, would, I, mm. would i i was thinking from i mean as a as a huskier gent who would probably need like quite a few extra bolts of fabric cut into that game <laughs> fit me i'm like perhaps yeah. like a have a dress made for you by this designer think, rather than do you think that's what it is wait so it because, is the exact dress well, that is, exact so dress they win oh you yeah, think it is, like that, it dress. is that dress oh yeah. oh i i oh god I, mean, I really thought yeah like how I don't know. They have to. There has. To, I think there has to be something else because they, that dress can't fit everybody unless they literally. Yeah, I'd be like, you may unless, let that out. Unless love, they literally please. know who the winner is from week well, one. Well, I mean, Envy Prue. They got there her in. They fit her into it. Would you? Would you mind? Would you mind filming this thing while you're here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll do a couple of fittings throughout it. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it, it's a very unusual prize. I I don't understand it. It doesn't feel like it's something that that anyone could win. No. And they're all different shapes and sizes. Yeah. So like already, mm. you know, if you're a plus size queen walking in there, you're like, well, that's not for me. Yeah. And it's also yeah. worth like 10 or 12 grand. Like just give me the 10 or 12 grand. I know. Oh, you know, that dress is going to be on eBay the day after. Oh, that dress it. is going to be sold the day. The day <laughs> of Highest bidder. But so we get into the main challenge or the, the mini challenge now. And you have to like decorate your clogs. Mm. I don't always i don't always <laughs> pimp my clogs I, I don't always love the mini challenges because i feel like sometimes they are just trying so to fill a bit of time for no, mm-hmm. for no reason yeah. um did you have any particular favorites i'll be be honest my winner of this challenge was Sedergine's legs <laughs> um, oh yes <laughs> daddy please daddy please oh, <laughs> oh okay um do I have a favorite? I mean, they're all pretty shit, James. <laughs> they're, all pretty, <laughs> they're all pretty. Let's not sugarcoat it. No, they're all pretty shit. It was a make and do at Panty Bar on a Tuesday night on a come down. You know, it was, it was okay. Here's here's five minutes with some arts and crafts. I mean, I thought I thought I just think Chelsea Boy looks cute. I, I was just like, okay, they're gonna give it to him because he, he his walk was nice. But even when.
when they showed mm-hmm. him as the winner, his shoes were falling apart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, a clog is a clog dressed up or not. Yeah. It was just... Yeah. And it was like I do think like at the end of the challenge, like that red carpet bit that they pulled out, oh that, that, my like God. sort of, it was so covered in like feathers and tulips and bits of glitter <laughs> all mixed. Everyone's like, a, that is like a dodgy nightclub yeah. at the end of the night. Like probably like yeah. where, you're, where you're sticking into it, you can still feel the wicked pulling out of you as you're as you're walking along. Clogs <laughs> are strewn. But so Envy and Chelsea win the challenge. Yeah. Um, Envy, I liked that she did the like fake walking in heels oh, thing yeah. and her like national pride. Yeah, and they get to pick their team. And I think one of the oddest editing decisions that I've seen in a drag race is that at that point at the, the team picking stage, they decided to go re- down the like hole. I was bullied in school. I always get picked last. What was with that? Yeah, because the, the I feel sorry for you stories are when you're doing your makeup on because exactly we never speak about when we when we got bullied until we're getting ready for a gig. <laughs> <laughs> Just when you're about to put that eyeliner just on, about. that's when all the childhood <laughs> trauma comes just, out. Just before we go through the set list for tonight, girls, I just let you know, I was bullied when I was eight, but I'm okay, <laughs> and we can do the group number. <laughs> but I don't know. It was very I, I just out of felt... place because it, it, need, yeah. it should be, um, yeah, like, it's okay, they've won the, the, the mini challenge. Here is your, here, we've picked the challenge, we've picked the teams. They should keep it on a high. Well, I was just horrified that someone could experience such sadness while wearing such happy shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thought it? So who would you who would you have wanted on your team out of those people if you were going to have to do a challenge like this? Um, oh god! I mean, can you remember their names? No, that's the real challenge. Not. Absolutely, that not. is a challenge. That should be a mini challenge. <laughs> Jesus! I think I, th- I think with the the mini challenge. Sorry, with the the maxi challenges. If it's something, if they told me we're going to be performing or it's comedy i really wouldn't care what the aesthetic of the queen is i'm going to go straight for who makes me laugh in the workroom who has a big personality and who's not afraid Mm -hmm. to be stupid and silly you know i like shedder jean am i pronouncing that pronouncing that right yeah in her range shedder jean can i get um, a cheddar cheese and a ham sandwich please yeah, no, I, I like them because they, they seem, they appear like they have a nice personality and of course you want to bring a, a good personality onto the team. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know, I, I it's hard to know their personality because all I see is, is looks at the minute. Yeah, and I do, I think that there's such a focus put on looks in this, there that is. like kind of, that like I haven't, I don't feel like I really know any of their personalities or, and I don't, maybe it's because I don't fully understand what's happening that I don't know what the drama's about. I don't. Or it do. all feels like. Yeah. <laughs> so let, let, let's just maybe say we'll preface the, the remainder of this episode by um, the three of us pretty much have no fucking clue what's going on, but we're doing our Oh best. no. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. It's like, I can appreciate what I can see, but I'm not understanding yeah. anything. But they look pretty. Things. That's the main they thing. They do. They do look pretty. They look pretty. Most of the They're time. excited to be there. <laughs> yeah. They're having a lovely time. Gorgeous gowns. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah. <laughs> so actually, did you watch Thailand when Thailand was out? I haven't watched it yet. I've got it. Like, yeah. I've got it down to. I, I've got it down to watch. I heard it's like really, really like the looks are insane. Fantastic. Like they're absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. I'm wondering what that experience is like with the different language as well. Is it kind of the same thing as watching? It was. Holland? It was like some queens were. I only watched season one, but some queens actually spoke English for the entirety of it. Oh wow! And then other queens were like speaking in Thai. Uh, so you would have the subtitle. So it was just like you don't know what's going. But it, it, it ended up. I ended up just skipping to the runway every every weekend some some of the some of the stuff they pulled out as well i just they were so yeah. crafty you know uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what i've heard at the runway and that is amazing I, i'm finding in this one kind of confusing it's what you just said there as well it's like some of them are speaking in english bits of it in english bits of their subtitles mm-hmm. so it's like you don't know where to be looking on the screen exactly it's like but they were like that it, when we were there when we did a show with them it was just there yeah. it's more i think their slang is in english yeah, and, and it, it right. was a little bit confusing. But I mean, the the thing is, they all spoke amazingly fluent English. It's just when the show started and they were hosting, we were like listening, and some things were English, some things were Dutch. Yeah, yeah. So we get into the challenge. Yes. I. What was happening? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I'm just. I'm, what was happening? I, I, I'm just wondering. Do you think every episode is going to be like a, a throwback to the American one? Because this was very season. That's what three I was thinking. With, that season three episode. Yeah. yeah. And then episode one was very episode uh, season five opening. So I'm uh, mm-hmm. with the t- with the water tank. 
so I'm just wondering, are they going to be doing that every week? Because this was pretty much just a, a rip off of yeah the, the the challenge in season three with Stacey Lane Matthews and the the workout. Yeah, I hope not. Like Jesus, there's so many things they could be doing. We don't need to start like going back in the archives no. like, just I, yet. Like, and I think I know that you hated um, Canada's Drag Race, Candy. I, I know that you just. Oh, did she? It. I, I didn't just, realize. <laughs> but just, but just to speak positively on it for one moment, what I did like was that they really played to Canadian culture and yeah, all of that was I will just. I will just say I didn't hate <laughs> there was there was elements that I enjoyed but I think it was maybe the editing or mm. the queens were crap I don't know it was just no she's backtracking <laughs> she's backtracking she's realising what she said flip flop flip flop I did think a lot of it was shit and I won't I won't lie but that I don't I don't, I don't know but there were, what I did like about Canada and what I liked about the UK was just like you said they incorporated their culture and besides those yeah. wooden shoes girl I haven't seen anything yet no, a couple of tulips <laughs> and some clogs do not a, a Dutch drag race make. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I was I was wondering about that as well. Are they going to like for every episode? Is it going to be a throwback to a previous challenge that we've seen already? And mm-hmm. then that creates this unfortunate situation where you're always comparing us. Yeah, so true. Actually, that's not fair on the girls because you want to no, see them do well because to be honest yeah because even if you're doing that challenge in the back of your head you could easily be influenced about what you've seen on America before you could like all, uh, uh, subconsciously yeah, just rip them off like. but the queens are doing that on the American version already you see them going yeah. okay well what did this queen do in her stand up challenge or what did this queen do in her main challenge mm-hmm. you know it's you can see the influence over the years coming out anyway yeah no ab- absolutely mm-hmm. and you see kind of people like relying on the similar tropes and doing the same yeah. things and even in in this challenge i think was it madam madness did the like balls ma- ball thing which raja had seen done it before in, in her t- yeah and it's like mm. and to be fair there's not a huge amount of stuff that you can do with, with, if you're given the same things so again the team just have to be smart enough to come up with a new challenge for the queens otherwise they're going to be doing the same things we've seen before the judges are going to be critiquing them for it and that's not fair no. But is this like the the inevitable outcome of the the, the saturation yeah. of drag race all over the world that it's just going to end up in a big modge podge of? It's like it's like it's like something. what they did on America's Next Top Model. They had to start recycling um, challenges on other cycles. And do you think that's when we're going to start seeing like drag kings and yes. and um ab, yes. ab fab queens I, I and do, stuff? I do wonder about that. Like I suppose now we were seeing like slight broadening of the sorts of people who are on it so we had like a non-binary queen on canada and we have a bearded queen on on holland it'll be interesting to see when that starts feeding back into the and to be fair sorry uh chelsea boy as well like we had drinks with him and we were chatting away to him and he had never in his life and correct me if i'm wrong but when we were talking about drag he he had never put a lace front on. He had never done that femme yeah. queen drag. So he's obviously switched it up to get on the show. So yeah. mm-hmm. he pretty much is just a, a male club kid, which is great to see yeah. on the show. But that is kind of the first mm-hmm. of that we've ever seen on, on Drag Race. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But it is interesting to see if um, if queens feel obliged to have to be able to do that kind of Glamazon style in order to make it on the show. Or whether well, mm-hmm. it's, say, it's what, it's what again, it's the influence of Drag yeah. Race and it's what Michelle and, and, and Rue have done. Oh, we need, yeah. it's episode one. A queen comes out and something alternative. Yeah. Well, we want to see you. Can you do glam? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah. Michelle, who gives a shit? Why do we need to see a exactly. queen doing if that? If what you're doing is class, yes. then like, just do that. Yeah. At the same time, I suppose, doesn't it show that you are a well-rounded queen if yes, you can does. do all yes, these different does. things? Yes, it does. Now, I don't know, maybe, like, the, the, the gothy queen shouldn't have to put herself into the glamorous well, I suppose it's ballroom ad- dress. I suppose it's but... adapting and seeing can the, the gothic queen do gothic glam. And I suppose that's what Sh- yeah. Sh- Sharon yeah. Needles did in her year. She did it really well. I, I yeah. do think, though, what you don't tend to see is when you have, like, the super glammy, fishy queen, they never get told, oh, can you show us, like, clown monster now? Like, exactly. They, it never goes the other way. Olga Commander, Mr. Motivator of the Netherlands, is there to judge them on their um, on their their exercise videos. And both of them, have, <laughs> both teams, have gone for a a, a sex vibe mm. with their with their their performances. Yeah. What do, I, I don't think that either worked. I <laughs> yeah, I don't think that needed to happen. No, no. <laughs> I think there was other avenues they could have explored. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. Again, I think it's something that they've seen on the show before. They're recycling it. I personally don't find that humor funny at all. I just, but it's an it's, easy yeah. go to, isn't it? It's like the go-to. first go to. But it, yeah, it's not only an easy go to. It's stuff that we've seen on the show that Rue 
or whoever is helping them on the challenge is encouraging them to do. Like Michelle mm. will r- always do that. Like, oh, it's not funny. Why don't you kiss each other? Oh, hilarious, Michelle. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. like lesbianism or like, oh, just <laughs> lick the ball or pretend you're wanking it off. Like, what? It's just, yeah, it's very childish. It is, it is. And I think like it, that ca- that can be funny if you're like really, really committed to it or if you do mm-hmm. it in like a different yeah. way. Like say with um, Valentina and Naomi Smalls, we had the Club 96 thing. Like that. Yeah. Like, and it kept going it. on. Yeah, it was like that yeah. family guy humour of like he falls and hits his knee and he kept going, ah, for like two minutes and it becomes funny. <laughs> exactly. It's that. I mean, I remember... Yeah. That's it. It's the self-awareness of it being Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember uh, Stacey Lane Matthews being funny when she was doing it because she was really... Yeah, Stacey was brilliant it. at that. Yeah, you know? yeah. no, she was... She was fantastic at that um of the two did anyone particularly stand out for you as being the best for me i think envy peru was the most entertaining of the entire challenge uh, i think i agree there was there was a hint of personality coming through yeah, yeah. A hint of personality. i i think that the first team stood out in the worst way possible um mm-hmm. like they, they were just uh, what's the name of the i'm sorry now what's the name of the bearded queen um, Madam Madness Oh my god My nerves for that She looked like Charlie Shop Sue With a beard <laughs> she, was, she, she fell off the, She fell off the stage Then she was breaking it she, I couldn't even hear her voice When she was trying to speak mm-hmm. and my, She was my so nervous was pounding like. for her Like I get so nervous I never laugh at those moments I get so awkwardly nervous And um, just yeah, cringe no. Out of uncomfortableness as well You can almost feel Their fear through the bloody screen it's like, like. A, a, yeah. America's Next Top Model commercials When they're, when they're like Fucking up you're like oh, no! <laughs> or like, yeah, or like the Apprentice commercials yeah. when they're having to like record things, and they're like, I'm gonna direct and record, and it's just like, no, oh, stop. Yeah. Oh, they have to be the worst because some of them people are the most cringe Cringing. people that do be on the Apprentice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, no, oh well, god. Yeah, but I thought, yeah, the the second team stood out well. I actually thought um, Envy looked great, and I thought she stood out. Yeah. But I also thought Megan um, stood out for me. I thought she looked very like cock destroy destroyer vibe yes and mm. I don't know what the fuck the bitch was saying but it was making me laugh <laughs> <laughs> you know? I liked how like I don't know whether she did it on purpose or whether it was by accident but like halfway through like one of her tits fell out I mean that's kind of funny like, oh yeah a little neck slip like, moment <laughs> yeah like the messy no- messiness of it yeah. I thought the two of them stood out the most yeah but definitely yeah. team two was much stronger yeah, team two was much stronger, much more, much more entertaining. Um, as a challenge, so what I thought was really interesting at the end of it, Fred said to them, "Oh, don't forget, this will count towards the, the runway decision it's tomorrow." Like, obviously. So it's like, well, why else are we doing? That? <laughs> <laughs> like, what have we just done here? Well, I, I always wonder: is that similar to the UK one where he ha- he just kept saying like what the rules were every episode? So maybe people in Amsterdam are watching Drag Race for the first time. Which was similar yeah. to the UK one. I had people telling me they're watching Dragons for the first time. Yeah, that'd be the only explanation as to why they'd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the queens know, like but like, it is funny. They're like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Shock horror. Though probably some of them were like, hopefully this doesn't hopefully count. Hopefully it doesn't like, oh, count. No. <laughs> yeah, my God. <laughs> Um, but so we're we're back in for the appropriate location of misery stories, the makeup day in day two, yeah. and we get into some surgery stuff, which seems mm-hmm. to come up in every season of Drag Race since maybe mm-hmm. season season four with Sharon Needles. What's your opinion of queens having surgery? I'm, do it, do you, get do more, you, get it all, do, pump filled, plummets <laughs> pulled. Do it. Well, the, the two of us are filled with Botox to him, so we're, 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 we're happy. Out. I mean, I'm like the beauty of the skin that I'm seeing on the screen in front of me. It, it, I'm actually 75, and Candy's in her 80s. So <laughs> that well done. Fight the fight the good fight, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will say. I mean, myself and Kiki love love a bit of Botox. I've only gone filler in my lips once. You get. I mean, she visibly. Has um, a lot of filler. They're not natural. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I will say there. I mean, I I love that kind of like Amanda Lepore like yeah. I'm obsessed a- with aesthetic, that. but it, I always mm-hmm. find it really funny the day after at a show when the makeup comes off and like you're left the guy <laughs> under the que- under the makeup <laughs> it looks quite funny. And you always always notice it on All Stars as well. The queens have a bit of cash. They come back with these yeah, massive lips. Come- <laughs> yes, yeah, no, I love it. I love <laughs> she it. loves it. So good. And it's funny. But- yeah, why is it always such a thing? It's kind of like it has to be brought up all the time about pla- like, are we not over it yet? It's like everybody does it. Get over that's, it. That's kind of what I was. That's like really what I was thinking about as well. It's like we've heard this enough at this stage. If queens want to get like 
a bit of filler or some Botox, like do it, whatever. Yes. Like, you know, if it if it makes you feel better about your performance and yourself, like grand, Who go cares? for it. And yeah. um <laughs> Yeah, I, I I do wonder with the with you know a lot of queens have um, spoken about stuff before. I remember Ke- Kelly Mantle on Hey Queen was said something like um, her and Vivacious wanted to talk about something else and they went, no, 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 that's next week. So th- I, I, I do find that to be kind of, like you can tell that sometimes that stories are being pushed in a particular oh. episode and they'll like come up in a way where it's not really completely. natural or it doesn't really feel um, like it's... it's um, completely. What was it yeah. in my favourite um, season, um, Canada's Drag Race? Um, <laughs> they were like doing their makeup and some bitch was like, well, I was shot three times. <laughs> I mean, that came out of nowhere. I, I mean, if me, me and Kiki were doing a show, she just blurted that out in the middle of the dressing room. I mean, it's just, it just I, I don't know. I feel like they need to start having those conversations elsewhere because it feels very unnatural when they're doing their makeup. Also... As much as I love a bitch, I don't want to hear you that you were shot because I'm trying to get my makeup done. Yes, but I mean, I, I having never sat in a in, in a room full of queens telling sharing sad stories about their lives, I can only imagine how distracting it would be as you're trying to like match your praise up, and someone's like, "Did you know what happened to me when I was a child?" Yeah, I, you I, won't believe. Exactly. I mean, I, I'm terrible. I can't multitask. I actually usually will do my makeup on my own or sit or arrive an hour early because the second queens come in it's distracting but i will say yeah. in 10 years of doing drag i have never heard a sob story in the middle of a dressing room <laughs> no, i'd be like get out like, get go go go, go wait in the hall i'm not here for this i'm busy i have a set list to do i have lyrics to learn i'm a brown to paint you're clearly unhinged leave <laughs> yeah, the venue exactly. yeah <laughs> like we're not booking her again she's nuts exactly oh my god what i what I did think was interesting because like we have got a bit of resolution here because they come back to Madame Madness and her kind of talk earlier in the episode about how being picked last had made her like terribly depressed as a child and essentially the resolution is Envy Prue being like yeah but would you cop yourself on because someone had to be picked last (laughs) (laughs) see that's that's the queen that I would want to hang out with the queen that has to fucking pop on but it does. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think. I think Drag Race is it, again. It's influence influencing a lot of young queens, whether it be aesthetics or performance. But mm-hmm. the last thing we need now is it is influencing queens to think that they need to be coming up to us, giving them us or their fucking sob story because that that has started happening, and I, we're not here for it. It's like I'm, I'm trying to run a show, bitch. <laughs> yeah, but that, exactly, yeah. that is keep key. it for the therapist. Have you heard of BetterHelp.com? <laughs> And the next thing we get into is there seems to be as they're all doing their makeup. Yes. The we have Abby, oh my god, believes that someone has stolen her corset. <laughs> there has been some rigotry, some 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 bamboozlement going on. Do we think that she just mislaid it? Oh yeah. Or yeah. was oh, there probably. was there like was there tricks being played? Highly doubtful. I, I know. I d- Highly um, doubtful. Have you ever hid a competitor's no. anything to try and get ahead? And Absolutely. Yeah, candy bad. stuff all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I no, I would not fucking go there. I mean, I think no, if, you're, if you're high, if you're, I, I mean, when I was a younger queen, I did a lot of competitions, and I noticed the behavior at a queen's would be very, very different. You no, know, like, mm-hmm. like you either are really, really nice and show up and know that you're the shit, or you know you're not the shit, and you go out of your way to try and push people under the bus. You know, yeah. so if you're hiding, I mean, I've cut a few girls' wigs in my day, but I've yeah. never gone. If you're hi- if you're hi- if you're hiding a girl's corset, like you're you're, you shouldn't be winning because you're obviously a no. yeah, exactly. You know? But what I think it is, obviously, they get they arrive, they probably have what twenty minutes to unpack all their bags. Yeah. She obviously like mispla- misplaced it, and but I mm-hmm. feel like this has happened before. I feel like this has happened on drag. Was it a wig? Oh, was that the Ariel yeah, Versace wig? I didn't really watch thing? that season. I remember something going missing. Some there was there was a weird storyline where someone left some wigs, and then someone interpreted that them having been left behind was like gifting. So mm-hmm. then they like they 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 like took them all, but then the other queen came back and was like, "Oh, they weren't gifted. <laughs> I left. <laughs> I just left them behind by accident." I do remember that? Yeah, it was yeah. So yeah. weird. No, unusual. So unusual. I, I'd say maybe she couldn't find it. The producers heard her going, "Where's my courses?" And when maybe the producers hit it. Maybe they. Don't. I, they're tra- they're trying. To, that's what they're that's what they're there for. They're there to produce some drama, and they they that's are. It. You know, we're you living. Never know. <laughs> Now, I, um, I won't lie I did not see that part of the episode because I, <laughs> I, I had to go back 
Because when you get to the bit where where Abby is outside, like running around, kind of smoking, mm-hmm. having like, I saw that cigarette break. That's what the whole thing is about. She's accusing Janie of having like hidden her courses. Janie, 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 Jack. <laughs> sure, Janie. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, but, I, I wonder in these moments as well as like if 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 obviously there's like ten girls around you, you're trying to get some camera time. If the littlest thing I'd say in your head becomes yeah. this big thing, and you you probably have a choice. Can I Do I go about this quietly Or do I make it a big deal To get camera time And maybe that was The bitch's plan Mm, True That could could, Yes Could have been Or maybe They just planned it together The two of them are like Trying to master plan This This villain Fifi Sharon Yeah What what a What a (laughs) shit thing To come up with In the car In the ride back Of the hotel Yeah My cord Is gonna go missing Oh god Oh, go back to the tulip farm where you yeah. belong. Um, <laughs> but so we get onto the we get onto the runway. Fred's there introducing the judging panel, who to me look like the four bitches sitting at the back of a Dublin bus. I had no clue. Who <laughs> but, <laughs> I actually have this in my notes. He introduces this um, first judge, Nikki Plesson, and she is pressed to be yeah. there. He literally introduces her, and she does. <sighs> <laughs> Like she is not in the fucking form to be there. No, not at all. No, she wishes she could social distance from that seat on the judging panel yeah. as fast as she could. <laughs> I I understand. I know who Nikki. I know who Nikki Tutorials is. I have, mm-hmm. I've heard. I've I've heard of her. I know she's a very well known. Um, very well known. I was shocked. I was actually quite shocked when they introduced. Yeah, that's a name. Her. Like she. Yeah. She is the only name. Let's be real. She's going to be the only name for the entire season that we know. And Ross. they introduced her in three seconds and moved on to the next judge. And I was very shocked. Yeah. Yeah. I was very very shocked. Roxanne Hayes being the third judge who is a contestant of So You Want to Be a Pop Star in 2007 in Holland. Well, well pulling in the big names, I mean, they really went has, above and beyond. Was, well, I think she's kind of continued to have kind of a Gemma Collins-ish kind of like okay. reality TV show appearance, sure. reality TV show thing. She seemed to be very delighted to be there, though. Yeah, well, a booking's a booking and a booking's a blessing. Books and bless. Books and bless. Roxanne, Roxanne Hayes, books and bless. <laughs> you should get her on. Actually, no, you should get that fucking Nikki Pleasant on. <laughs> have her huff and puff with you fucking hour. Huff and stuff. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought, actually, I mean, her, 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 I'm assuming her schedule, she is actually very famous, uh, Nikki Tutorials. I would I would have mm. assumed she would have been a fantastic resident judge. But if she, if she was there just for one episode, I was just surprised that it wasn't like a makeup challenge or like something around her because she does have yeah. millions and millions of followers. I, just, yeah, I, was, just a bit, I was just a bit surprised. Yeah, I'm guessing she was just there at the time because I'm pretty sure she's based in LA. So I'm sure it was just... She was a, just popping home for some tulips. Mm. Thought she'd drop into yeah. Drag Race. <laughs> A little she window pick, up, pick up a new batch of clogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and also, and also, I find it very bizarre. I mean, incredible that she used her platform and she came out as transgender. I just yeah. was a bit surprised that that was in her intro. Yeah, that was weird. I, that was I, really I, I, weird. I actually was a bit taken aback. It was like a makeup, a makeup artist and somebody who just came out as transgender. I mean, if that was me, I would have been like, okay, bitch. Sorry, bitch. I, I, I agree with you on that. And it was, there was a bit of me wondering, was like, have they included that and made a specific reference to it because the, like, the, the whole show gets kind of a bit of a bad rap around the trans mm. issues. You're like, look at us. Hey. Maybe, yeah, maybe. A bit of tokenism sense. about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I mean, but there shouldn't be because she is such like she's such a well-known well known person. We didn't and, need that intro. Yeah. yeah, and in in a way, I suppose the 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 runway whatever the runway theme, the face 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 was like suited to her because it was like you know kind of show us what you can do, like do something yeah, really true. interesting and out of the box. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it would have been more interesting to see than do something in the ma- the maxi challenge as well that tied into That's us thing. I thought they should have if they mm. had her there she should have been in the workroom and it should have been something oh yeah she could have done a little walk around that would have been I mean, some I, tips I would have, I'm assuming that I mean look we all know on Drag Race when there's a guest judge a lot, <laughs> yeah. it, obviously obviously in later seasons we have good people but like in the early yeah. seasons they're told to react to people that they have no fucking clue oh I know I mean it's yeah. like my favourite one being Rita Rudner <laughs> and it's Yaro's fucking Sophia being like, what the fuck? But if, if Nikki, I'm assuming, I mean, they'll all, I mean, they would, I'm assuming they were all delighted and gobsmacked seeing Nikki tutorials. Mm. There's like nine gays. So they should have made a bigger deal. Hey, hey, it's that time again. 
when we tell you about some wonderful stalemates of us on the Headstuff Network. This week, we are going to let the guys from I Know That Face give you a little bit of an insight into what their show is all about. Hello everyone and welcome to I Know That Face, the only podcast which honours the often underappreciated by the masses work of character actors. My name is Stephen Portia. My name is Andrew Carroll. Character actor is a supporting actor who specialises in playing unusual, interesting or eccentric characters. For whatever reason, these performers are less concerned with being stars. Because of that, they often take supporting roles in big movies or only play leads in indie films or TV. They're less concerned with their image. They can bounce between heroes or villains. They're chameleons and they often disappear into each role. So you might know the faces, but you might not know the names. So subscribe to us wherever you can subscribe for podcasts and be on the lookout for that to come. And until then, uh, see you later, Cinephiles. Bye-bye. So we'll start with um, Patty Pam Pam. The redhead. Yeah. Very Van Gogh. Yeah. I hated the shoes and felt like the fabric didn't look... But I wondered if the fabric was supposed to be like that material, like that um, easel, that like, was it meant to be handsy type thing? Yeah. Mm. Which I thought was quite cool, but you I know didn't... it probably is because I'm guessing it's probably hand painted. So can I ask one question? But to... just before I start reading them, I know that they were like I could see them making things in the workroom, but like they brought these outfits, didn't they? Yes, they brought oh, these. Yeah, outfits. I, I was really, yeah. I was really confused because when I saw them painting their bodies, I was like, are they painting the fabric? Yeah, no, no, they brought these outfits with them. Then my critiques are changing. My critiques are changing. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I think I would say about Patsy Pam Pam here is that the point of this runway was face. And this is a really fun kind of concept, but mm-hmm. I think that she needed to do more of the starry night on the face if she was. Yeah, it's very to... bland, on the kind face. of faded. I will. It could have yeah. been more intense. Yeah, I will say there, there's, there's elements of it that I, I actually really like. Um, I feel like we've seen it before. I feel like Moschino have done something like this on the runway before. Mm. I actually, sorry, James, I actually love the boot. I love a clashing. I love a clashing knee high boot with something that does not go with an outfit. I don't know. I, just, I think there's something like really editorial about it. The length of the dress is what's bothering me. It should have been like, if you're going to have those boots, maybe have that dress up to your knee and then a huge train. Um, yes. And the, ha- Do the hair doesn't go with it. Yeah, but I just I, can't I, get past the fabric. I think if the fabric was different, it would have changed. It, it, looks, it looks like her, 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 her mom's tablecloth and she had, yes. she, she painted it. She and a little she poster was like, paint that, on that, it. That'll be fine. <laughs> And then, Mom, can I actually borrow our family portrait? No, no, just the frame. Just the frame. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm packed and ready to go. <laughs> and next up was Mama Queen, mm. who did some kind of a pride, sort of um, alien Earth Mother vibe mm-hmm. thing. I thought she looked really cool. She looks stunning. Mm-hmm. Like, stunning. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was like gorgeous looking. And her, her face is already really... So like kind of alieny, yeah. That like this, just like the way like the head is almost like it's cracking out of this egg yeah. or something. That's like kind of like a flower or a butterfly or something. I don't know what it is, but I thought she looked amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's it. She's like kind of some glamorous insect lady thing. Mm. I love the color story on it and the headpiece is stunning. Yeah, makeup gorge. I think she has it on point. Yeah, I th- I think she was really clever with the makeup because it's actually not crazy detail but mm, it's, it's pretty the, minimal it's the center point of this beautiful headpiece and yeah it is um i will say one thing that really bothers me on drag race is when queens get critiqued for being arts and craftsy i yeah. i think drag kind of should be arts and craftsy it's punk and and it's it's make and do and i think drag races uh, influence the stupidity of like oh we yeah. need to look like it's it's off the runway we don't all have that money so yeah. i think she's mm. had done this really great balance of yeah it looks make and do but it actually looks class Next up was Madame Madness wearing what initially I had thought was like an homage to the bear pride flag. Yeah, like that hair and her face like from the neck up is just absolutely stunning. But I just can't with that dress. I'm not into brown. No. And yellow. Well, I mean, I I get get the colour. I actually love uh, Gustav Klimt's like paintings, but I just thought to have that as your inspiration and then to do that. It's just yeah. it's so flat and she could have, I mean, her body could have been covered in like gold leaf. Um, her hair and makeup is nice, but it actually should have been modeled off one of the women in his paintings. I thought that would yeah. be incredible. I've just seen, we've all seen like a uh, runway that's been inspired by like the kiss and his paintings and she could have yeah. just been influenced a bit like, like Dior or Galliano, that type of vibe. This looks like a dress, like you get down the fucking eyelac and she's painted on, on <laughs> this like, sorry, can you, can you just print this over this like dress for me? Yeah. Mm. It's not the one girl. And then just randomly, I'll just throw black glitter 
over myself now. But I do have to say, I, I wouldn't be the, the, the biggest fan of Bearded Queens. I appreciate your drag, but like I, I'm obsessed with her beard in this because it Stunning. just gives her such a contour. It's just, Stunning. it's so gorgeous. Like I will I will say that, that what, what I'm finding disappointing about her is we have waited 10 or 11 seasons for a Bearded yeah. Queen to come on. And I know that, that we shouldn't be... Uh, expecting more from her because she has a beard that's the point it shouldn't matter but i just kind of <laughs> mm. want her to knock it out of the park yeah. yes no i'm, I'm exactly the same because it's something that like it almost proves the point of not having the bearded queen on because when they come on and they're kind of lackluster and they don't really turn it out in the challenge and they seem like second guessy and it's all a bit sort of sad sack and it's like well you want someone to come on and be like look you should have had bearded queens on yes. all along yes mm-hmm. exactly um, but no i I thought her face looked amazing um, and really it is the like kind of like the dress pattern that's very distracting uh, mm-hmm. to me and it looks like it could do with a good iron. It really fucking does. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to lie, it kind of looks a bit filthy. Yeah. <laughs> is that terrible? No, it does. I actually yeah. feel really bad. I know that I've, I've made jokes about like Candle Dragons and all that type of stuff but I'm actually not a queen that likes to read a queen. Like I, I want to see... Oh, you're doing pretty well here, oh, my love. No, no. <laughs> I know. I'm just not know. that kind well, of girl, I but mean, my God, she looks dirty. No, I know. I, I, I don't like to read a queen when it's unnecessary or nasty. There's like no yeah. point. Like, we, like, but look, we're here to do a job. We're here to do a job. But, no, but, that, but that's, that, that's why I'm saying I want her to do well. And I just, yeah. I just yeah. feel like there's, when you look at his, like, not to, like, a, yeah, when you look at his paintings, there's actually so much inspiration that's being given to you. Like there's literally females yeah. in the painting with these like really graphic mm-hmm. hair, very graphic makeup, yeah. gold leaf, and she could have just like done something incredible. And next up we had Chelsea Boy, which I thought was amazing. I think this mm-hmm. is one of my favourites. I couldn't understand why why he wasn't in the top for this. Like it was gorgeous. Yeah, it was very clever. I love a, a half face done in any kind of way and this is done beautifully like it yeah. is it's very um it's, it's very like a sorry it's very 80s new romantics like visage fade to grey yeah um mm. i yeah i really like it there's like it's very graphic i mean i'm just looking at it now i actually wasn't sure what was going on with the hair but now in like on on the when i was watching it on the runway i actually thought it yeah. was a, yeah. a headpiece whereas now i can actually see it's his hair and it's actually quite yeah good. same it makes more sense yeah. Yeah. Like this. i love it it's also very um like aha take on me it looks like he stepped out of a comic book yes yes yeah 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 mm-hmm. i think it's fierce fab and I, I do I loved how the I suppose the, the like the spray paint can kind of you it's all given into the one direction like it's kind of like this the, the color comes through the hair into the face and then down onto the coat yeah. like I think that's like it just shows that attention to detail yes, that is. like you really want to see yeah and Definitely. again like you were saying it's not this isn't something that necessarily was expensive to make but it was about having the thought 100%. to like yeah um, yeah and it's turn it's like taking it to the next level yeah. granted it probably wasn't expensive but like the no. detail on it just well, brings it there well, yeah, yeah like yeah like. Yeah, just that comic book painting. And I will say as well, um, again, this is the first time I've seen him doing like lace fronts and a bit more femme drag. But when I was chatting to him, I remember looking at his makeup, but more specifically his costumes and everything was handmade and everything was paint- yeah. painted. He was actually dressed like um, uh, a club kid Pikachu, like a Pokemon Pikachu. Oh, wow, cool. And yeah. I mean, he was completely off his tits. But, but like, it was a lot at once. But I remember thinking, this guy looks class. And also, yeah. he was a ride. <laughs> yeah, he is a ride. I mean, that is one thing that this, that uh, there's two or three guys in this that are, are, you usually get one trade of the season. We have like three in this. I think. Mm. I, I, I'll just say without t- making it sound like really thirsty, but when, when, when my entire dry house arrived in Amsterdam, and like we hadn't even left the airport. We were like, what the fuck? <laughs> Everybody was stunning. And when we did this mm. ma- uh, massive drag show uh, with all these queens, we were really gobsmacked. Not only were the queens stunning, but like just like the, yeah. the men. So I wasn't surprised at all with Drag Race Holland that the, the men were going to be amazing. Oh, I don't know. They all look the same to me. I can't tell all these white twinks well, apart. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I prefer to see them in drag. I, I have been known to be a racist towards white people. Yes, it's true, it's true. <laughs> See, that's it. Your, your, your Botox can cover up the fact that you're 75, but it can't cover up your cataracts. No. <laughs> <laughs> next, so up, next up was Megan Scornberg in her kind of mm. vaguely Katy, Katy Perry. Um, yeah. I always call her Kathy Perry for some Kathy reason. Kathy like, Perry? Oh, like, Kathy. You're na- like, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're like your neighbor. De- like, how's Kathy? How's that Kathy Perry? <laughs> 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 
Which, which, you know, the other thing as well, I always try to, when I'm watching the runway, think in my head, would I scream for this if she came out on stage at my yeah. local drag show? If she walked out in this, I would go, that's fierce. Well, now, girl, we're not talking local drag shows here. We're talking international drag race, European <laughs> realness. Well, you know what's funny as well? <laughs> Very similar to, remember Serena Chacha came out with, like in this amazing look at oh. this tiny oh flag. Yes. Look at the size of her little ice cream cone. Oh my god! I actually had that in my notes. I had forgotten about. Oh my god! I didn't even see it there. Exactly. She she went. Look at her pointing at. She's like, look at my comb. She ran. She ran into catering and was like, "Sorry, lads. Uh, Do you have uh, Do you have a tester cup and uh, a bit of a bit of shaving comb? (laughs) Shaving foam and a cherry. Like, why bother? If she walked out with maybe like a massive spoon. Or like a massive yes. straw with like servings on top of the spoon. Yeah. That would mm-hmm. be fierce and that would have made the look. Yeah, that's it. There's a lot of elements there. Like, I, I just do think it's the the, the cone piece, it's the main the, body the, piece that's thrown piece. the whole thing I think off. I the cone piece is more tailored. Maybe there should have been rhinestones all over it. Um, yeah, maybe, like the hair is yeah. beautiful. And actually, when you, the, when you zoom in, you can re- actually see that the the strings with the thing are literally stapled onto it. Yeah. I, I'm obsessed with the tiny ice cream cone. It's, it's, it's like, that is so um, funny. Is I didn't even notice it. <laughs> I know. I, I do, like, I do think, if you remember in season, she's, season 12. I, she's pointing to it, like, look at my <laughs> cone. <laughs> Look at my big Do you remember cone. in season, season 12, I think it was Gigi Good did like an, oh, an ice cream, like, so and good. she had that like massive, big kind yeah. of big ice cream. It's like, you know what? That's what you need, Megan, in this situation. You do. Mm-hmm, you need to, mm-hmm. I you know? think you need a good reference, but you need to think, you need to stop, take a step back and go, yeah. how can I make this gag worthy? I yeah. didn't. Sorry, man. Next, <laughs> next up is Abby, oh my God, mm. who quite frankly, I think the makeup is quite messy for her. And it doesn't fit the brief because it's like, it's like, it's not like, Decolletage You're serving You're serving face Say that again mm-hmm. She's not serving Decolletage mm. <laughs> <laughs> Remember her Remember Decolletage <laughs> She went home Because of some sob story Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think. Do you know what I think there's elements of this I Look it, it feels like We've seen it before Right um, Yeah I, I feel like From far away The dress looks really nice And tailored The I actually quite like The white With like just a bit Of the rainbow flag But yeah. then we go to the the makeup it's pretty fucking like a three-year-old in doing like a bit of face painting you know in mcdonald's and then you have the hair which was a lovely idea but imagine that as a massive updo it would really would have lifted everything up yeah yeah i think it was cute i think when a queen does a pride look there is a fine line between pulling a look and making it just look pure tack i think the dress kind of it's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. I don't like the hair. The hair should have been the the proper primary colors. They shouldn't have been the pastel yes. colors. Yeah. yeah, And yeah, the makeup was a little like faded and stuff on the neck. But I, I can see what she was trying to do. She didn't do it though. It looked like yeah. I, you can see it's obviously she's trying to blend the the makeup into the into the, the dress, eyes, but yeah. she should have um, yeah. she should have practiced that because if she did that with really good body paint, it it would have worked. But yeah. it, she obviously mm. just was winging it. Uh, yeah, I think that the the main problem with it is that the colors get so faded, so faded and yeah. and then again with the the, the pastel colors and the hair rather than the real vibrant ones. Mm-hmm. Like I think that it actually like I actually really like the dress. I think the dress it's is lovely. Really, like it's, yeah, it's lovely for a pride dress because as I said, they can turn tack real yeah. quick. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, no, absolutely, they can they can go Carol's gift shop very fast. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, 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 <laughs> I think it doesn't approve though that uh, hair and styling really does sometimes make a look because you can be given mm-hmm. a yeah. gorgeous gown, beautiful gown, but. Um, um, the hair and makeup will always is always the thing that makes it. And no, yeah, completely. So just didn't completely. And next up, Cedric uh, uh, Jean, who I thought was probably my favorite this, this week. I thought this. Yes, was my favorite amazing. too. I loved this too. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Like that bodysuit looks so expensive. Yeah, so expensive. The painting on it. The boots are gorgeous. The headpiece. This. I think this was my 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 favorite this of the week. No, completely. And then like the gold, like the painted gold face with kind of the nod to the rainbow flag going in through the through the eyes as well. Yeah. Like, the whole so thing was like this. Was this was like rainbow stunning. flag, but done outside of the box and done really well. Yeah. I mean, look mm-hmm. at the level of detail with all those spikes on his face, on her face. Yeah, I know. That's that's incredible like, because the, again, the the outfit is really simple. It's just it is that bodysuit with a bit of you know bandagey stuff over it. But like that level of detail on the on the face alone is just yeah. I think that's incredible. 
Mm-hmm. No, it is. I, I think like it was interesting because part, part of her storyline throughout the episode was about how she's like uh, she's considered a one look queen mm-hmm. and how she is kind of like a comedy queen and therefore she's not really known for her looks and that this is pushing her outside of her comfort zone. And I think that this is kind of the hallmark then of like a, a winner for a competition like this is someone who can take themselves out of their comfort zone mm-hmm. and do yeah. something completely different. Completely. Mm-hmm. I will also say that I say that I actually have those boots as well and they are the most painful thing that you will ever stand in. So the idea yeah. of her standing on that runway getting critiques for six hours and those, fair play to you, my love. <laughs> I wonder are they the same ones I have because I have a pair of black boots and I feel like there was a pool of blood yeah. in them after I took <laughs> them off. <laughs> these Jesus. are the ones, not to sidebar, but these are the ones, Kiki, that I wore the last time I was in Galloway at your show and I couldn't get through my fucking number. They were so painful I had to sit on the DJ box and lip sync. And I <laughs> the same boots that I wore on day one of season one of Dragony Ants and they asked us when we were filming to do a fake cat fight scene and they were so painful that when she went to hit me, I actually went flying and twisted my ankle. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Burn those boots. Literally had a wrap. I like painkillers and a wrapper in my ankle and I refused to tell the production because I thought they'd send me home. (laughs) (laughs) Interestingly, she got critiqued for looking sore on the runway when she There we go. They are like so painful. She is crippled. Absolutely crippled. What is it about them that makes them so painful? They are, I have them in For me, it hits the ball. Is that the ball of your foot? Yeah, that yeah, part it's, there. It's, it's, it's like really, really skinny, but also the the heel is extremely like long and like and, and just skinny. I don't know. I have them in white as well. They're actually the the same boots in white that Jimbo wore on his last episode when they were doing the Ice uh, Queen. They're all oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They look fierce when they're on stage because they really do glitter. They're not really picked up there, but so they're a nice for. I realize they're a nice for a photo shoot, or they're nice for a sitting down gig. But to <laughs> yes. them, you, it's like just like a knife up your fucking on up your calves. So fair play to the bitch fair fair play to her for 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 bringing it with the look and then also putting up with the pain yeah um next up then was it was envy peru Mm -hmm. uh, in her kind of like pop art look which i thought was gorgeous Mm -hmm. yeah it took me it took me big fan of this as well it took me a while to warm to this because when it first came out i thought yes it looked like two really good um, pieces but they didn't go together and then like, literally have that wrote down as well I was like I see yeah. it in pieces I don't know if I see it cohesively yeah, yeah. and then and then I kind of warmed to it and I thought okay because of the hairline and the, the black painted into her face it does kind of come together because yeah. the, the, the dress itself and like the gloves are fierce and then you start oh, yeah. so noticing pretty. the small details like on the on the I don't know why I'm showing the you, tight, you yes, like the... The exact I think color. that's it it's when you sit down to look at it properly not when it's just bouncing down the runway that you get to take it all yeah. in as one yeah. thing properly yeah. I'd, Im- yeah. I'd imagine when they were sitting there and she walked out on this it was it was pretty class Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and last up was Janie Jacquet, who did kind of like an avatar blue sort of, you know, alien good guy, bad guy thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which was really cool looking. Um, mm. But very, I, I found the, the middle of the face very bright or something. So it doesn't, I don't know, you maybe can't see the details or stuff as, as much. Maybe. Yeah. What do you think There's something about it I wasn't, I wasn't keen on. I just... All I have written down was, have we seen this before? Yes. Does it look good? <laughs> yeah. And would I clap for her? Yeah. But I it, <laughs> I feel like it, it's something we've seen a hundred times before, the silver alien kind of look. Yeah. But the level of detail, like if you if you look in again, those boots are fucking class. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, they are with the mirror. With, that is the, like class. yeah, like the little sh- the, all the the jags. Um the bodysuit, that looks painted. Like that's yeah, it looks really impressive definitely. as well. So I think the only thing that's kind of tying it down just like you said James it does look like she has painted on a beard over this really nice makeup yes and that's kind of taking away from yeah I'm guessing it was supposed to be more ombre and it kind of just went a little more light to dark too quickly yeah Yeah. I think and the wig as well I hate that kind of synthetic thing a wig does it's like you need to have that. Oh, she only wears. I can't only wears human hair. Oh, yeah. Forty inch human hair. But you know that. That I mean that this is. This, I know, this yeah. is visibly taken out of a bag and plopped on, yeah. her, on her head. Like that should have been. Quifting yeah, like looking looking at the whole look, you're like, oh my god, stunning, gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. But yeah, I'm not like, oh, they should win. We find out our safe queens are Chelsea Boy, Mama Queen, and Janie, and. I was kind of confused by who the tops and the bottoms were. Uh, it felt like Cedrogene and Envy were the clear tops, and then we had Patty, Meta Madness, Abby, and Megan in the bottom. Mm-hmm. What were your overall? I, it seemed to have been weighted more towards the runway. Um, it was overall. Wasn't 
would you have agreed with those decisions or would you have had different people in the top and the bottom I don't know like I was a bit confused just watching I was just waiting for the last two to be standing on stage and just kind of go from there yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how I was that's exactly I was like, how yeah I was, I was like tops and bottoms I don't know who's going home I, I, I had a feeling that Envy was going to get it um, yeah there was just something that was going through the episode that was kind of like point pushing it that way um, and then when she came out she did look class so I had a feeling she was going to she was going to get it whereas the, with the bottoms yeah. <sighs> struggling to remember who was in the bottom two again oh it was the girl with the frame and the um and the beard um yeah i would say out of everyone on the runway in the bottom two i would agree with the bottom two but also the girl with this one sorry again oh abby oh my god was kind of like lower for me as well yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah i agree with the bottom two as well i think they they needed to battle it out yeah yeah um, and they do so we end up with um, Megan who I don't necessarily think deserved to be in the bottom because she had been ver- she'd been funny in the challenge and her look was grand. from the waist up was fine, was fine. and she has entered a new iconic uh, tiny ice cream into the, the Drag Race Hall of Fame <laughs> exactly so she should be award- <laughs> she should be awarded for that um, yeah. yeah I honestly thought it was going to go the way of her being in the bottom three and then they were going to say that she was safe yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, actually, I actually, sorry, I got confused now. It's Patty Pam Pam and Madam Madness that ended up at the bottom. So, girl with the frame and the beard. Oh, she did, because she mm-hmm. was bottom three. And she, she was, was safe. I knew yes. I had that in my head. I, I was, was like, like <laughs> that's why I was panicking. I was like, um, who the I fuck like, is um, at the did bottom? You watch this? <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. This is like, this just, I, get, I get so confused at the queens at this stage because I'm like, I don't fully know who they are. And it's hard because they're all in like a different, speaking in a different language as well. Where I'm like, I don't really know what anyone's saying or sounds like. So I'm like, eh. that is so funny. I got a little lost there. I, I was just presuming it was Madden Madness and Patty yeah. Pan. But I could see Candy's face. She was like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> I was so well together with my nose the entire time. And yeah. I was like, um, but so, I, and I know you, you famously despise um, Canada's Drag Race, but you have to admit that the, run, the, 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 uh, the lip syncs were excellent throughout the season. Well, actually, you don't, because you think that the Sleem one was terrible. Terrible. But I, I think <laughs> that the lip syncs in this season haven't been amazing so far. Well, no, it's only, it's only, boo! Yeah, it's only the second one. I will say, and this is like, obviously, I, I, I do enjoy Drag Race, but I think, again, Drag Race has um, influenced queens and audiences alike yeah. to mm-hmm. expect certain things that not all drag queens do and that mm-hmm. is yeah. you know have uh, tailor made runway looks um, have a sob story in your dressing room and to have stunts on a, ru- on a runway and the yeah. thing that I find most impressive um, is a queen who can stand on the stage and deliver a fucking epic lip sync I couldn't give a yeah. shit if you're cartwheeling and death dropping yeah. oh 100% yeah. it still bothers me that we're what 25 years into Drag Race and someone does a death drop and it cuts to the judges being like oh my god I've never seen it before <laughs> so uh, but uh, again it's like the, uh, when you're watching so when you're watching Drag like the queens on these bottom two it's like you almost like need that now and when she doesn't people are bored and we would seen this song already before and again it's like you ha- we have Katia and Kennedy like in my head when I'm watching yeah that's so her. iconic like so yeah. it's like again that's almost unfair to these queens you're like uh, you're expecting these and then it's oh wait for it wait for it she does a cartwheel that's kind of okay whoa cartwheel <laughs> cartwheel queen I'm I'm not someone who could perform any sort of a stunt I'm not going to be death dropping or cartwheeling anytime soon no but I do think you're no Candy Warhol I mean you should see Candy stunts <laughs> Jesus flying stunt queen right across the string stage. But I, I do think that if you're if you're gonna pull out a stunt, it, it probably needs to look clean, and both of them looked a little bit messy. Sort of and I get, I, and I get it as well. Like they were in gowns, weren't they? Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, that that is hard. But um, I, 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 but I mean, why not do an emotional rendition of it instead of like throwing yourself around the, the stage? But that's like, that's what I mean, yeah. Kiki. About Drag Race has influenced all these queens to think that they need to throw themselves that is why by the James I why the way James I hated that Celine lip sync that is an incredible song and the two of them were falling around the stage lepping around that stage with no damn respect for Celine no bib bobbing boo like around the stage and then and then everyone is like living for it and again that teaches young queens and like young like tween girls that come to our show to think that we're going to do that and that's what a good lip sync is that bothers me that bothers me Mm -hmm. because i do think that you get a very different experience going to a drag show and watching proper like watching a real drag show versus Mm -hmm. what you get when you 
watch Drag Race. Completely. It's like two completely different things. Completely. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's some, somewhat of an acknowledgement of that now, mm-hmm. where it's like there's a Drag Race fan, there's a drag fan. Because like, you know, if you if you go to, I actually find if I go to like a if I'm at a drag show mm-hmm. and someone is like death dropping, throwing themselves all around the stage, like kind of just like a fish out of water kind of. It, it is that vibe, it's isn't distracting. it? It is very. Distracting. I'd prefer someone to I'd prefer someone to like bring me into the performance and like mm-hmm. make me feel something about what I'm watching. Yeah, like that's that's, that's good what to I'm hear because yeah, like at our shows we might have like these incredible performers. <laughs> really powerful lip syncs like really artsy like stuff and then we might have a queen coming out falling around the place and she does a death drop and gets the biggest applause of the night and then that that, mm-hmm. that because it's all from these young yeah. Drag Race fans so I think yeah. I think we need to like bring that back a bit yeah. and I hope but it, it can Drag Race do that I don't know I don't know if they can no and I don't think they're bothered either I don't think that's their agenda at all no it's not mm. I think people have been too conditioned now to expect that like the stunts are kind of like you are. Oh, this is really you will you will stay like, if you if you throw yourself yeah. around the place. Yeah, because like I think mm-hmm. if, if if you have to go back to maybe season four mm-hmm. where you had Latrice, mm-hmm. I think where she just amazing the one and it was like so and then you're one, and then you're one like hopping around the place. I think that just shows Little Kenya Michaels. <laughs> that was so <laughs> funny. It was very bless her. She's like yeah, pirouetting around the stage. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but Poor so bitch. Anyway. at the end at the end of our epic lip sync our epic-ish <laughs> lip sync of Roar. Or lip sync. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Megan Scornboard is... Um, not Meg. I keep on thinking it's Megan. Patty you just Pam want Pam. this bitch to go. <laughs> get out. out of there. Take your, take take your, your tiny store. ice cream and get out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she has something really tiny next week. <laughs> oh, Progressively smaller, smaller props. Smaller That's my problem. I love it. Like, Until eventually in the finale she's just going with those <laughs> tiny little handbags. I like a little Russian doll situation. <laughs> Epic. Obsessed. So, so who stays? Because pa- I don't know. So... So Madam Madness stays with her beard to live another day. Close shave for Madam Madness. Oh, queen. Yes. (laughs) And we wave goodbye to Paddy Pam Pam, who had an unusual face and a short run on (laughs) on the show. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm still waiting to be like gagged by by this season um, in the same way that I was both by UK and by Canada. And listen, I think we're going to be waiting. I think that language barrier there is going to make it very difficult for us to connect with it properly. Well, and I think that's just yeah, basically yeah. it. And not even the language barrier, the lip syncs are, are underwhelming, but the same thing did happen on the UK. Remember, it was, I felt a bit like embarrassed for the UK and Irish queens. It was yeah. like, get your shit together, girls. Like, we can actually lip sync, but it was just really messy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Till about three quarters of the way through the season. So maybe the same thing will happen yeah. here. Yeah, I see. I I felt it with the UK one that it kind of got made up for both with the like the the comedy side of things. Really, like I think that the comedy in the UK sure. one was really strong, and that the performance challenges mm-hmm. were quite strong as well. Whereas this, the like main challenge, didn't get given a huge amount of like didn't get a huge amount of like attention. Yeah. So you you just are kind of looking at the looks, and then you're looking at the lip syncs, and the looks have been spectacular, but the lip sync this week and last week was a little bit like. Meh. Meh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Agreed, so so agreed. maybe maybe they'll get stronger. Maybe, they, but I yeah. I do remember, and I can't. I don't want to like speak wrongly for them, but I do remember being over there and when I was chatting, the makeup and the aesthetic and the fashion side is a bigger deal there because there's yeah. maybe less shows. Yeah. it's more um club nights. I look queen. Club nights yeah. And, yeah. and hosting and stuff like that there. Yeah, but there is I will say just from watching them, there some of these queens can perform really well because we saw yeah. I mm-hmm. saw it in person. So I would say as the season will go on, the stronger queens will then be in the bottom two and then we'll see it. Yeah, yeah sure, that makes sense and, as and, well. And, probably and, and Envy Peru um, is a great performer as well. So like, yeah. we, I, yeah. we'll obviously see it. Yeah. yeah. When she falls into the bottom two next week. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you very much for, for joining me today. Tell me, where can people find you? Well, myself and Candy have a brand new podcast. Well, it's not brand new anymore, really, is it? It's out right a few months now. Yeah, it's been it's been out two months. Uh, it's called Friends of Dorothy, and you can yes. find us on our Instagram, Friends of Dorothy Pod, and uh, we're some really exciting guests coming up. Um, I'll actually tell you the first, the next two, which do give them a little give them a little tease. Yeah. So for any um, any underground music fans, on Monday we have Peaches. Uh, we'll be Ooh. doing an hour chat with Peaches. And then the following week, we have Sandra Bernhard on the show, which oh we're really, God. really excited about. And then we have yeah. somebody massive, uh, actually a group that is massive for, for the finale. So that's really exciting. And then you can catch my show, uh, Dragon Ants on Comedy Central UK 
every week. And we have a new pod coming out as well in three weeks. A Comedy Central Dragon Hands podcast as well. So I'm going to be the, um, what's that? The podcast queen. Yeah. Candy be, pie hands. I'm going to be, I'm going to be the Nicole Byer of podcasts. <laughs> that is my, that is my goal. By the end of 2020, I want eight podcasts. So yeah, so that, that's going to be out in a few weeks, which is exciting. And yeah. Kiki, Club Gas. Yeah, I do a little club gas down and go. I was going to advertise it, but there's not enough seats for everyone to come. But like, oh. <laughs> follow on Instagram. See, get, you're get, get you're in Dublin, James, so this is all foreign to you. But there, there well, is yeah, drag. I'm like, if they're if they're actually there's gay actually, people outside of Dublin, exactly. yeah, yeah actually, can you believe it? There's actually drag outside of Dublin. Can you believe it? <laughs> I, I I actually can't. I'm like, what? You should definitely come down to uh, to Cork or Galway. It's a very alternative. Yeah, seat down no, here. I actually I I want to go and see. Like, I'm I was up in Belfast maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm for the big show that they did and it actually is interesting to see like the, how different the drag is in different places from it really is isn't it right? even only up the north it's so different like so different, yeah because yeah. no, we brought our um we do like a vogue ball every year we brought it up to the workman's last year and i remember like it sold out did really well and people were like oh it's yeah. so different because they'd never seen a drag house like yeah. doing stuff so mm-hmm. it's definitely yeah. once you're oh you're in quarantine <laughs> yeah once you're allowed out my love <laughs> We'll have you down. Once I can slip across the border, I'll, I'll yeah, I know. Imagine we'll put you, you in like, the boot of a car. Ima- we'll imagine you like with shades and a scarf and like a little a little hat box, and you're like, <laughs> and you're like escaping through the night, but to see a drag show, I that would be so. Funny. How can James? Thanks so much for having us on. It has been. Lovely. Thank you so much for. Coming yeah, this on. is so lovely. Thank you. That's it. We bid farewell to Patty Pam Pam and episode two of Drag Race Holland as we hurtle towards uh, what feels like an end that's never going to come in the, the array of drag available to us this year. Um, we'll be back next week uh, for episode three. And in the meantime, don't forget to go over and check us out on Instagram at sissy.pod. Email us, let us know what you think of the show, sissy.pod at gmail.com. And of course, leave us a review on any of your podcasting platforms so that people know that you think we are just fab. But until next week, Bye. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.